0: Welcome back to the Decentralizing Big Media podcast. Uh, I am a wild Gorshan, also known as Jordan Herbs. And with me today is Professor Grayballs. Hey. And we have decided that season three is going to have a bit of a theme and a consistent guest in the form of Professor Grayballs.
1: Hey, that's me. Still here. Okay. So today,
0: Professor Grayballs is pitching a project to the Plenty of Death. <laughs> Yeah. essentially. And this project is centered around your music video mixtapes, uh, mm-hmm. this subscription service you're looking to create, which is copyright
1: gray area. Copyright my- gray area. Probably, yeah. Some of it copyright um, all the colors of the rainbow, but yeah.
0: So what is, what is this project?
1: The project... Is basically a way for me to uh, turn people on to music videos that I love and also thought processes around those videos that I feel like connect to society in general in a way to uh, get into the deeper issues that affect the zeitgeist of our existence here in this strange existence, whatever it is.
0: So these selected music videos contribute to demonstrating these these themes and issues.
1: Yeah, it's a good jumping off point to to get into those, as well as uh, explore some satirical comedy, uh, which I feel is the the best way to open people's minds to some of the some of the issues that are kind of hard to to change thought processes around if you've been indoctrinated indoctrinated into certain ways of looking at certain things. As we discussed in the last episode. As we discussed in the last episode, if you're going to listen to the last episode.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, season three, episode one, which we erroneously called season two. (laughs) But uh, it's actually a great introduction, I would say, to our personalities when it comes to these themes of centralized control of media indoctrination, of of propaganda, et cetera, et cetera. And so this season, we're going to start looking into actual pieces of media and discussing them and just creating space for there to be some kind of potential evolution there, which I think we're all waiting for. Yeah. If I speak from the mission of Plenty of Dow, (laughs) at least.
1: (laughs) Well, that, that would be great. Yeah. And uh, creating that type of media is is going to feel good for me personally, because it's what I love most. And I hope, I've hoped that something w- would exist like this, that, I, that I'm... You
0: know. Okay, so let's talk about it. And uh, And as we talk about it, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to put things in perspective of Palenia and what the ecosystem offers and any community members listening to this can, can potentially chime in on our Telegram group or on Twitter. But how can we how can we use the tools? So Palenia offers tools like the PFT, I think, is our main our main squeeze, the project fund token project fund it's a limited resource that can act as raffle tickets as vip tickets as whatever it might be so imagine you're putting a subscription service through patreon uh you can do unlimited subscriptions with patreon Mm -hmm. the idea of a pft is that it's limited it's a thousand or ten thousand or just an easy number to remember and that's how many tickets there are it's an exclusive club so I was having a discussion about this with our mutual cameraman friend the other day and scarcity, while not terribly in line with abundance and Mm maybe like these gift economy ideas, scarcity does create certain incentive structures that help get shit done. Mm. And I do, while I'm still exploring these kinds of concepts and how I actually feel about them ethically I do feel like there's something there that's important, and I'm not an anti-capitalist. I think capitalism is the best system that's come along so far. I think the way we've done it has run its course, Mm. and I think new systems are afoot, but I do think the free market structure imitates nature Mm. probably the most that any human societies have organized themselves to such scale.
1: Well, I I think that's very interesting. I'm curious, what is the difference between capitalism and free market? Well, technically there isn't, but we don't do real free market.
0: Capitalism right. as we know it on this global scale is not a free market because it's controlled by, it's fiat currencies. So by definition, it's not. Right. It's not. And, free. In,
1: and whenever you get any force in the market, it becomes not free, right? So as soon as taxation is involved, uh, that's a force in the market. So right off the bat, we can't have. A free market. Right. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And then go into regulations and I guess the more obvious ones. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So would you say nature is the freest of markets? It seems that way. Yeah. yeah the first God, as the, we put it. Uh, yeah. little recap from last
1: episode. What are the three <laughs> gods? Uh, nature, uh, ourselves, our individual selves, and our connection with each other, which could be our connection with nature. Some people would say... Some people would argue that there's just two gods, ourself and, and nature. Well, creativity is how, kind of how I grokked
0: the third one. It's like because mm-hmm. with each other and with nature, we can be creative and create
1: beautiful things. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what are the three false gods? Uh, three false gods would be governments, corporations and organized religion. There it is all working together to be the falsest God they can possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the priests are big media.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's, uh once again, season three, episode one, good recap into all that. If you're interested in that discussion, we talk about conspiracy theories in the CIA. We talk about the media's job to, uh, if anything, just stoke the flames of division and kind of just create chaos. Like what's true, what's not true. Who knows? And the last few years have really demonstrated that. Mm-hmm with uh, primarily the COVID-19
1: pandemic. It doesn't matter what's true. What matters is chaos and fear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's their job. (laughs) So
0: uh, rewind. Uh, Music video subscription service, PFTs. So what a PFT is kind of uh, structured to be is a tool for communities to support a project, an idea. Not necessarily support the creator. Hmm. There's lots of manners of, of creator supporting via Patreon, via whatever. The idea of, of a PFT is that it'll expire eventually. So it's not just something people will hang on forever. Something that people will hang on to is because you're fundraising to create a film, for example. You You use this as like, okay, if you're holding one of these raffle tickets, the PFTs, then we're going to... We're going to raffle off these nfts moments behind the scenes of the film right these funny gifts of a monkey jumping on my head (laughs) clawing my outside uh, something uh they could be special party passes they could be vip to your behind the scenes platform whatever it might be Uh, but once the project hits its completion the idea is that everyone that's holding one of these comes away with a reward so maybe they made some money maybe they bought it low and sold it high when when the nft of the monkey went viral maybe not but at the end it'll melt into a badge like a reputation insignia is what we what we call our mechanism and so this wallet this user will have a badge saying i was a part of that project i was a holder whatever Mm -hmm. it is or maybe they can exchange it for an nft That's something up to the creator to create that kind of relationship contract with the holders. Because at the end of the day, people can make money off of it. They can use it as a speculative asset. But the point of it is to be a tool, a utility to engage a community in a limited yet expansive way to get this project made. And perhaps the project will be even better because these PFTs by holders, you can essentially make a DAO. And people can vote on things. People can help decide the direction of the project, whatever it might be. Mm. So the question is, how do you apply that to a music video subscription service? I can think of a few things. One of them being, where does the music come from?
1: This, this is the question. Uh, well, it comes from the, the creators. No, no, names. the
0: music on your, in your playlists. Mm-hmm. On your mixtapes On the or your selections?
1: Yeah. Um, if you're asking... Well, I'm not exactly sure what you're asking, but th- it comes from the musician, and then I'm curating them. And... Uh, is it made for a certain demographic, or is it simply made
0: to explore this theme that you've chosen?
1: It's made to... Yeah, explore explore the theme and and turning people it's you know it's all it's based on my personal taste of what I, I think is a cool music video and taking a and exploring, you know, what what is there to be explored in a year of music videos and what are some of the themes that emerge from the good ones, what does that have to tell us about society, about ourselves? Um, And what, yeah, what what can we take from that, learn from, go into the future?
0: And now, from the limited glimpse I caught of one of these mixtapes, they seem to be all artsy.
1: Yeah, that's a... Like, I didn't see Fetty Wap in there. One of the things I like, Not that. yeah, not that Fetty Wap can't have a, an artistic uh, quality video because <laughs> I haven't seen all Fetty Wap's videos or any of them. Maybe they're great. But yeah, these are... I, I, I choose them based on if I enjoy the song because I consider that to be the screenplay of the music video. So if the, the screenplay is shitty in my opinion, then the music videos is not gonna be very good. So the song has to be really good. Um, The video has to be engaging, uh, which is, you know, these may seem like no-brainers, song and video being good. But then there's the third thing, which is, as the French call, that uh, that little something extra. I forget what they say it in French, how they say it in French. But, that is that is the thing that really puts it over the edge this third thing what is the special odd thing that makes it makes so it's,
0: it always make it it's always different
1: it's always different you know and usually that third thing is what i'm talking about i'm writing about is what is the the interest that's going to keep the uh engage the audience and I know because I I think when I think about what I appreciate about art is the questions that it conjures and the whys the whos the whats the wheres the hows um, because that opens up the imagination to an even broader world uh, that is the whole reason why I love art in the first place, because it's, it's not just this visual, audible thing that you're witnessing on a screen, but it's also in your mind, opening it up to all kinds of possibilities. Um, so you do these yearly? Yeah, every year I, I put out a, a list, uh, talking about the videos individually, but also making, making a mix of them. So, uh, they can be experienced as uh, their own, the own conglomeration of mm-hmm. these videos. So it's almost like a PFT set could be for a year.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the 2022 PFT set. Yeah. And then at the end of that year, it expires and hopefully it was successful and people can be proud that they got to contribute to it and wear that badge mm-hmm. with pride. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there's ways, there's ways here. Okay. Next up is you mentioned to me subscriptions mm-hmm. and now this is where we could, I mean, we'll, 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 talk about copyright stuff after this, but subscriptions and participation. What is the engagement, the engagement you anticipate slash, uh, drive towards?
1: Well, I've been, uh, gathering various writings for, for these music videos for years. And I'm hoping that one will be released every week and one music video post every week, every week, mm-hmm. every Friday, fave music video Friday. It could be called. Um, and that would be, you know, just just free, just putting out there. People could join the, the email list and get it every week. And that would start with when I started 2015 and bring us up to eventually to to present day. And I think people could could join as far as uh, like a club situation where they're sent the music video mix each year. It was like a yearly thing. Just uh, here's the music video mix for the year. There could be like a VIP membership where people can get the whole vault of music video mixes. And there could be a, a special v, uh, VIPist section where people can, can get their own personal music video mix made. Or their own personal critiques. Or their own personal critiques. Artists yeah. could submit to get their. Their fave Video Friday featured. They they could, and I could enjoy it, or I could tell them how it's not that cool. <laughs> it's missing the third thing. <laughs> so you'll be
0: using an embed from YouTube or whatever for these posts. Mm-hmm. So the question of fair use or promotional use comes in when we talk about the mixtapes right right we discussed that last time so do you play the whole songs in these
1: mixtapes it's most of the song and it's good to imagine how djs do it with with their mixes because it's pretty similar that mm. i mean depending on the dj but I, I i like to play for the most part the whole the whole song whole video with the ends transitioning into each other so it feels like one thing but you're getting the majority Mm -hmm. of the individual thing as well
0: so you wouldn't be able to just embed a youtube playlist because then it's not giving you that experience of the transition exactly yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. right so i wonder because i know back in the day when i tried to dj you could get mixtapes from DJs. Like DJs would release like a monthly Mm mixtape, which basically just highlighted all the songs that they're paid to play in Vegas or whatever. But Mm -hmm. that, to my knowledge, it falls under some kind of use that's just, it's promotional. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you're helping promote the artists or something, or you're using it to promote your service that's something else. I'm not sure exactly. But Mm -hmm. the point is you're not breaking copyright to profit. Yeah. So I think that would have to be the point we discussed with some lawyers or something like if it came down to it, like, are you using their work to profit? And I don't personally think so, especially if you reached out to the artist and said, Hey, we want to, I'm featuring you in a blog post. You mm-hmm. know, Can we put your song in a mixtape? And then, I don't know, because it depends on how big their label is or something.
1: Right. Well, that would be the officialist way that we could do it, especially, I mean, and highest quality way if we could uh, reach out to the artists and get the actual uh, high quality music video file and have that be as part of the the mix mm-hmm. as well, have the permission and the, the highest quality. Just thinking about it, I think it would be an awesome post to
0: share from Pelennia every week, like just to have you to share your blog posts, like, Hey, here's a music video. Here's the critique about how this piece of art is being received slash translated in society Hmm. and, you know, watch it, you know, like the community we're trying to build is all people that are interested in this kind of thing. Right. Right. (laughs) How does media do its programming, Mm -hmm. uh, through cool art or how does it do unprogramming deprogramming deprogramming,
1: right? Yeah. Hopefully, in fun ways, right? Well, so that
0: gets me excited. I think uh, that'll be cool to start seeing. So, uh, one of our thing on our to-do list is to get your website going.
1: Get the website going and make. I would love to make video content of these of these blog posts of these writings because I visualize this character, this Professor Grayball's character, as a this guy that just like keeps. Accidentally getting caught into the internet (laughs) (laughs) through various ways, you know, sometimes it's pretty silly. He'll he'll stick an ethernet cord in his butt and oops, he's in the internet (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, doing DMT in the virtual reality world and all of a sudden you're in the internet. You are the internet. You are the internet. (laughs) So this guy's just in the internet. He's right next to the music videos. He's in the music videos. And... uh,
0: Mr. Science Theater 3000 style. We gotta do that. I think that's it. And I think that's an homage to a beautiful series that did something similar in its own way. Taking shitty 80s Mm -hmm. (laughs) B-movies and just commenting on them. Right. My favorite was uh, something about time. The time travel. Hmm. I forgot, but oh, that was my favorite one. Hmm. Um, Show him on well, the screen,
1: green screen it. Yeah, green screen, which is uh, yeah, yeah. Getting the getting the green. That's uh, you know, just to, on the list of to do steps. Getting some green screen lighting and lighting for the person me and. So the blog, so the video is essentially going to be the same content as the
0: blog post, just with Professor Grayballs on screen. Essentially, about yeah. It. yeah, that's yeah. beautiful.
1: That'll be cool. And I feel like a fun element could be that you know this character wants connection, even though you know he's in the internet, so he's like constantly uh, video uh, calling people. So they can, uh, like you know, other characters, people in his life for real, and they can appear on the screen as well. They can be a part of his internet world, um, and he can just have a little bit of connection. I feel like it's kind of the a struggle that many of us are confronted with these days this balance achieving this balance of uh, screen time internet time versus actual connection time which we probably all really desire most real life connection real life connection but it's you know for one reason or another it's kind of hard to to get but for this guy it's it's very hard to get because he's Mm. physically uh in it separated
0: and so that says running character development yeah it's just trying to get some human connection <laughs> stuck in the internet <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty deep man yeah so let's look this around to season three of this podcast okay what are we what
1: is every episode well so we could <clears throat> break down the episodes into the achievements of this thing and the various steps to, to talking about uh getting getting to where we would like to be um for polenia for music video mixtapes coming coming together and yeah that could probably take us through season season three and hopefully at the end of season three we'd have uh, we'd be in a different different spot well we'll have achieved an arc for our personal characters and personal projects
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that could be cool especially uh, I'll, I'll shout it out now to anyone that's interested in seeing this move forward let us know uh, come to the Telegram group come to Twitter Pelennia, Dow, and we can hear your ideas because that would be cool to make this super awesome not just as a project by Professor Grayball stuck in the internet somewhere but also as an exploratory experiment with Polenia's ecosystem, right? which hopefully will be going live in the next month or two as soon as I find a new developer since I'm being extorted by our current Russian developer. Oh, I say that. That's not fair. Like, that's not why I'm being extorted because she's Russian. um but it did get weird because i don't know how sanctions work like i was already paying a russian developer and then the war started and apparently Mm. i think they're only against like oligarchs and stuff but like Mm. like, am i still allowed to like hire a freelancer in russia like you'd be going
1: against the wishes of the american government well i don't even i don't know but i know that upwork
0: canceled all their accounts belarusian and russians like these people can't get freelance gigs now Whoa. Which is not cool, you know what I mean? Like it's so not cool. All these corporations trying to pander to this, whatever the fuck this is. Um, and I mean, she got kicked off of Upwork before that for breaking the rules, so I had nothing mm. to do with that. But <laughs> um, and I pay her in cryptocurrency, so like there's no issue with you know the payment networks that are canceling Russia, like SWIFT, the international mm-hmm. remittance stuff. Like, so I mean but there's no issue with working together and we communicate on Telegram. She's over a proxy, like, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, we finished the PFT swap site, which is where you can go exchange PFTs for the Pellet token or other PFTs It's just a a swap site Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency. Yes. Fans know about them. And, uh, it's all on the test net. I think it's working. We don't really know yet. We haven't really had time to test it all, but, uh, I'd rather just test it on the mainnet. I'm like, this is all just a test and experiment. Like we may as well just put it on, on the mainnet gas is like cents. It's not like Ethereum where gas is like 50 bucks to do one transaction. Gas is like maybe a cent on Zilliqa. Mm. So it's like, we can still mess around on here on the mainnet. I don't see it. It's not like we're going to clog the network with 20 transactions a month or something. Mm. (laughs) So, um, I'd rather just put anyway, uh, trying to put it on the mainnet. And she said it would take a long time. And I was like, what What do you got to do? Like besides change the API URL and the token address, uh, the smart contract address. And mm. I don't know, I think she's just lying to me because she wants me to uh, make her an Upwork account, find her an Upwork account that's not her name, that's someone in another country so mm. she can get jobs. And she's like, I'll do it for free if you can do this. And I was like, I'll give you $500. Like, that's like, what? 10 hours of your time. It can't take 10 hours to change a few variables, change a few strings. Right. And uh, she won't do it. So mm. it's basically just extortion. So I'm trying right. to find someone in the Zillica community that wants to be a part of this. But like, we're so close. And once it's there, we can really mess around with all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so hopefully in the next month or two. That was a side tangent, in case mm. anyone wanted to hear. But mm. I did want to use some of these episodes as a way to give some updates. That's what I had been doing in season one and two. was like in the beginning, I would just give a brief
1: update of what's going on with Pelennia. That's interesting. Well, behind the scenes action of this.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, it's important. Yeah. And considering I'm the only one really dedicated to moving this thing forward, I figure like someone's got to hear somewhere. I was doing a blog for a while mm. until we moved here. Yeah. Life got out of control.
1: Mm.
0: But, uh, yeah i feel like the blog i felt like the blog needed to be more focused on kind of what you're doing mm. like real content like let's really do that i wanted to like start live streaming myself watching the news and pausing it and going could I look at this language they're using look at well, yeah, look okay. at the imagery they're using what could they possibly you know and i just thought well this is kind of cheesy i mean i feel like and then i realized i don't think anyone's actually doing that mm. I, I i was thinking this has got to be something people do on youtube like, but if
1: i feel is, like that's what russell brand does
0: russell brand does <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but russell brand i don't know i feel like he goes a little too over the top sometimes i have trouble watching russell brand mm. as much as i love him you're yeah. right that is what he does yeah and he's huge mm-hmm. so good it's being done yeah i don't have to do it <laughs> yeah he's he's on it <laughs> yeah
1: cool well is that the end of this episode it could be yeah, we're at 30 minutes, so I think that's a nice brief one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's too bad we, uh, you know, we don't have a preparation in, in line so we could do a little silly song to wrap things up. <laughs> As yeah, we don't have any musical instruments lying around either. So. No, I just have an egg shaker. Yeah, that, that might not be enough.
0: Well, thanks for tuning in. I, I hear some of you, well, I, I read some of you have been listening on. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Sphinx Chat or just Podcasting 2.0, but I'm getting uh Satoshi tips from some of you listening. Super grateful, whoever you are, that's awesome. And I'm really stoked to actually put out some more value some better content just because people are listening now, even if it's 10 sats, like I'm pretty stoked. Like people are interested in this topic. Whether or not they like this podcast or not is another story, but This topic might have something there. Really want to bring on guests that that care. Let's really expand this discussion. t.me slash get you some Pele. That's the Telegram group. And twitter.com slash Dow. Anything else from Professor Grayballs?
1: Well, you know, as far as the season goes, I feel like there might be other people out there that are in a, a similar situation that have a project that they are just like... Just like feel like they are having trouble getting it together, getting it off the ground. And they've got some some legs on it, but they're just not totally sturdy yet. And maybe we can get in some details on this process and maybe they can help somebody in their process.
0: So season three, we're documenting the process of getting this off the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we least. can do
0: some behind the scenes video as well mm-hmm. to sum it up. Right. And hopefully we start, maybe next week we can live stream this. Mm. All we gotta do is pick your laptop right there. Okay.
1: You know what I mean? Get a live stream going.
0: Yeah, I think that's important. People like to see it sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. We
0: All just right. did a high five. We just
1: did a high five. Catch you soon. Dude.